Are you looking for valuable business advice to reach that seven-figure revenue mark? Do you want actionable tips to properly navigate through every business challenge you encounter along the way? Let Tersh Blissett and Josh Crouch be your guide in getting you to the top here at Service Business Mastery. Tune in as they sit down with world-renowned authors in business, leadership, and personal growth who share valuable insights about management, marketing, pricing, human resources, and so much more. Let their nuggets of wisdom gold guide you in owning a thriving, profitable, and ever-growing business. Here are your hosts, Tersh and Josh. Cool. So we are here at the HR Expo live with Mr. Peter from Blue On, and I'm ex- I'm super excited to talk about the products and, and services that you have. I absolutely love the the way things have morphed with Blue On. So I remember Blue On when it was like refrigerant. Oh yeah. And we're just we're gonna sell refrigerant and a replacement for 22 and stuff like that and. Well, we got a little sneak peek last night at the HVAC yeah. Tactical Awards show, which was really cool. That was a really cool video. You guys did a really great yeah, job with that. The tech team is just remarkable. I mean, those guys are just next level guys. Unbelievable. So what, all, what, what products do you have now? Like, explain Blue On to us sure. as if we've never heard of it before. <clears throat> Can do. Okay, a little evolution story. So, like you mentioned, you know, the company started out really as a R&D chemistry company. Okay. So I'm a physicist, my partners are chemical engineers, mechanical engineers, we're a bunch Makes of geeks sense. and nerds, right? <laughs> like seriously, my, my COO, Danica, you met, she's a mechanical engineer. I mean, so we're all, we're all in that squad. So we spent four years, 2012, 2016, in the lab, effectively, and created a really magical product, which is now known as TDX20 or R458A. But when we got out into the market, so we'll start, my background, I was in commercial real estate before I was in this world. So oh, wow. from I, so you're a physicist a, yeah, that was I in know, commercial real estate. Yeah, I know. Long <laughs> How does that story. work? I'll give you the quick story. So I was working on the. <laughs> it gets a little crazy. I was working on the plasma fusion center at Columbia, which is a tokamak research center back uh-huh. in '91. Okay. That grant whole program got cut by the feds in late '91. So I was an unemployed physicist oh, in yeah. Manhattan. Okay, well that that not a good position to be in, especially in '91. Right, market was disaster. So I had to get a job, I had to pay the rent. So I got a job running numbers at this real estate company, which turned into six months, turned into a year, turned into 19 years. Wow. Right, and then I woke up one day in 20, well I woke up in 2008, but in in 2010 I'm like, holy crap. Mm -hmm. I'm a real estate guy, I'm 40. How did that happen, right? You know, I was making a ton of money, it was was really, it was fun, but it wasn't Wasn't meaningful, right? It was just really for money, which, you know, whatever. So left that world. I quit. Everybody thought I was crazy. Left, started my own little VC fund, and Blue On was the first company we founded. Yeah, with oh, that okay. capital. Wow. Yeah. So, so that's cool. You, that's how you got into Blue On. Yep. Very yeah. cool. Very so cool. I met I met an individual who was working on a precursor product. Turns out it didn't work, but the idea was fascinating to me. Yeah. I knew the whole R22 Freon problem from my real estate days. I knew it was a bigger problem than people thought it was. Then they so, realized. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, this is a big opportunity. So let's do it, right? How how hard could it be? <laughs> so we, we put a bunch of cash together and did a bunch of research and. You know, like I said, so four years later, we, we evolved this amazing, this amazing product, got through EPA, got through ASHRAE. It's a whole other story. Getting through EPA took oh, three yeah. years. I and can imagine. Congressmen and senators and right? a lot of red tape. <laughs> I, don't Just, even, I can't even imagine what had to happen for that to go through. The you're, say, you're saying our government is not efficient? <laughs> well, 
I'm gonna try to see how much I can tell without without being too crazy. Let's just say the way we got it makes you really angry at how the system works. Sure. Yeah, I, yeah, I get it 100%. I, I can only imagine. Yeah. We, we had that conversation. We were in New Jersey last week, and somebody who worked as a lobbyist, he didn't go into details. He's like, if you guys only knew how this stuff worked, you would be very angry. Yeah. Very angry. Uh-huh. I mean, it's. I always say that day when we got approval was like this amazing day, but also the one of the worst days of my life because you just become aware of just the, the just flagrant corruption that is the government. Mm, yeah. It's disgusting. But anyway, point being, you got to play the system to break the system, right, as I always say. So we use the system, got approval, got in the market. We had all these commercial real estate guys like in our pocket ready to go with retrofit programs. But we ran into the brick wall, which I call technicians, which were like, hey, which are very skeptical, right? Yeah, and absolutely. Been, yeah. By nature, burned. I think. I mean, by nature, it seems like... We talked about a little bit last night at the award show. It was about the just getting new products and things for them to actually accept them and try them because they, they, they have products they like, they're they know they to. work, they're used to, they know the, the problems with them, they know the good, you know, the good things about them and then they just, I'm good, I don't want to try anything new. Yeah, I mean, but they're all, they literally are the guardians of HVAC innovation, right? If you don't get their advocacy, you can't get a product to market. Like That's if true. they won't use your product, you can have all the upstream cash, all the demand, doesn't matter. If they won't use it, you're out. So we had this big problem and we had to figure out how to get 320,000 technicians to champion or advocate for the product. We're like, well, shit, how do you do that? And that was the idea of the app came about. Like, we know, all prior refrigerants had no instruction manual, right? It's like, oh, yeah. here's a can of gas, <laughs> you, figure it out. You figure it out. E- your EPA license or test and just wing it from there. You right. know, hopefully you can read a PT chart, but I would guarantee you 90% of technicians out there have no idea how to read a PT chart. But even if you can read a PT chart, when you go from a single constituent product like R22 right. to a multi-phase blend, you better know what you're doing. You're right. going to break stuff, right? Exactly. Well, not, not only that, like when you have a refrigerant leak and we have like 410A and we're just going to toss some more into it and toss some more into it. And how many times do you toss it into it before it's not 410A anymore? Yeah. yeah. Not many. Right, yeah, exactly. And, the, and, and most people don't realize that. Yeah. And Not at all. No one has a clue. Yeah. No one has a clue. And so all, everybody had been using you know, 407, M99, U22, and they're breaking equipment left, right, and center, particularly on the light commercial and commercial stuff. 3D scrolls, a lot of them. And so but giving instructions, I don't do this, change that, tweak this, migrate that, you know, modify that, whatever, became really powerful. And yeah. so, we, we, we act, so what we did is we took, at the time, didn't know how much of a job it was, so I took every R22 model number, that existed. Wow. Turns out there's a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> Way more than I thought in the time. <laughs> and we wrote retrofit instructions for all of them, and we got the manuals, tech specs, wiring diagrams for all of them. That were legible. Yeah, exactly. Right. So that was 40. That's, that's tough in itself. <laughs> yeah, 40,000 models that we did in two years. Put that on the app, and then it, it, the app started taking off, but it wasn't for the retrofit. It was for the data. Because for the first time, you had a brand agnostic library of yeah, data, exactly. easily accessible, five seconds find a manual, five seconds find a wiring diagram. And it was just so obvious at that moment how thirsty the market was for a brand agnostic support platform to help these guys out, oh, yeah. right? It was just like the aha Because the challenge is like, there's certain brands out there that do a great job helping with tech support for their brand, 
But then there's other other. But that doesn't help that, you every. It only helps yeah. if you're installing that equipment or working on that today. Exactly. You, if it's a service tech's got five five calls a day, he may he may work on five different That's systems. Right. Mm -hmm. He needs something that he can go to every single time that has Big all time. of that data. So correct. And and even OEM tech support is not great because they're not they don't have they're not techs with 30 years experience. These guys are generally reading a flow chart. Yeah. They're they're manual based or they're engineers. They're not techs, so they don't know all the the nuances, right? And so you know it's a it's a it's a, it's a tricky slope. So have this problem, see this solution, put the app out there with the database, quickly become aware of this you know, larger challenge, and just start to lean into it. Right, it's like 2018, and start to really lean into that 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 sort of solution, and just added tech support, added more support tools. Just the ecosystem grew. It was 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 100,000 techs on the platform. Yeah, and we're just like. Okay, well, this is something significant, but it's just costing us a fortune. Yeah, <laughs> like, how imagine. do we monetize this? You yeah. know, it's like I was like, look, we'll figure it out. It's too, it's too sticky to not pump cash into. So we were just okay, we'll figure it out. And then we started to understand the parts buying conundrum. Meaning, if you're a tech and you want to buy, you know, blower motor, you don't know what you want to buy until you talk to your supplier. Typically, right? Who right. can either can cross-reference yep. it or match the model or figure out what you know. Part number A is part number B, which is now part number C. Right. And so that problem is huge, right? Can you imagine any other industry where you don't know what you want to buy until you talk to the guy selling it to you? It's just right. Crazy. Trust that they're selling you the right thing. Yeah. And people wonder why e-commerce hasn't taken off in HVAC. That's why. Yeah. We we did we did a survey of three thousand techs. This will blow your mind. The younger they were the least likely they were to use e-commerce at HVAC. Really? Yeah. Because Why do you think that is? Because they're afraid. They're afraid to buy something without okay. someone else confirming it's the correct thing. Okay, so it's uh, more like an experience or a confidence type of thing. Right. Because they haven't worked on this stuff long enough to know better. Right. I mean, because only the guys that are like 20 years in can really make that call. Like, yeah. and have like enough. I know this will work even though it's not the exact same That's right. Because right, they've yeah. done it before. The they've been through. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So it was, it was, and it's not like a little bit. It was like three to one, like a huge oh, delta. Yeah. I imagine. So the whole market's trying to pump cash into e-commerce, but they're missing the fundamental problem of if you got to know what you want to buy before you buy it or e-commerce doesn't work, obviously, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> not going to work. Imagine going to Amazon, there's like a bunch of stuff, you have no idea what it is. Oh, I'll take that. <laughs> sure. Like, right. Not going to work. So when we figured out this parts problem, and then we started to lean into that, then my partner, Matt, that you might have met, he's like, we turn parts into POs. I'm like, oh, that's it. That's it. Yeah. If we can get the suppliers, the distributors, to come on the network, we'll give them this cross-reference tool that we're going to create, but we'll also you know, make them work with us to connect to our, our customer base, you know, yeah. our technicians. And that was the big aha. That was in... 2020, where that idea came to light, and so we've been building it out ever since. We launched, as you know, the first version of that last summer in July. And we already have almost 2,000 distributors on the network, wow. which was the big question mark. You know, can you get these guys to come on board? Exactly. Answer is yes, but it'd be impossible to do if you didn't have the techs that we already had in our in tow. So you know, that was sure because that's easy. To, that's an easier sell, right? Like, hey, we got 100,000 techs on the platform, right? We can buy parts through you very easily. You, right. got, you have to work with us, though. Yeah, and and we became very cognizant of keeping the supply, the wholesale brick and mortar supplier, at the heart of the supply chain. Sure, not cutting them out. Yeah, we we don't take any no online partners, so everything is physical brick and mortar. Okay. So if you want to buy a part, you got to go pick it up or get it delivered from a physical brick and mortar store, not from you know xyz.com yeah. or whatever it may be. That, makes that was sense. a big deal because yeah. these guys are all. 
They're worried about that. Worried yeah. about Amazonification, as I call it. Oh, yeah. So we came in with this platform that lets them stay relevant in that world in a really meaningful sort of next generation. Almost bridges. Right. It almost bridges the gap where they can kind of be online, but not really be online. Exactly. So they, they feel like they're moving that direction, but they don't, like, they don't necessarily have to totally. do it themselves. That's exactly. Yeah, right. I feel like it's almost like you've you've done the work for them to get them online. Yeah, exactly. To get them into the e-commerce almost. It is. Once they figure it out, the aha goes on. Sometimes they have their own e-commerce platform that they're kind of reticent about. But once they realize that work. what they're doing is is glorified ordering that yeah. somebody's already know what they're buying, we're doing real e-commerce that's matching supply and demand in real time. Right. They're just taking their inventory and they're throwing it online so you can see it. Right. Right. Because right. I, I, I worked for a supplier for a short time. We, When I was there, we launched the website. It was like 2017 or right. so. And it was, it was literally, it was like taking all of our stuff on the back and just like, well, this is what we got. Yeah. But it didn't really help you match up and do searches and, and have the information or the data behind exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. And so we, we, we bought a company called Xref in, well, I mean, was it 2021, August? <laughs> all which, the years just I run know. together. For <laughs> I, I, yeah. I always say blue on years like a week. <laughs> right. So crazy. So we bought this company called Xref. They were the biggest sort of an encyclopedia database that suppliers would subscribe to for cross-reference. Oh, okay. So it had, at the time, it had 300,000 300, models, 20 million cross-references, 6 million SKUs. We've now doubled all that with our data. So we have this, by far, world's largest cross-reference engine that can, that can basically take you know, part A and match it to 27 other parts that will do the job with wow. relative scores of how well oh, it's nice. the job. Yeah. That's a really big deal. Oh, that yeah. took, we have a team of 20 working on that just 24 seven. It's a monster. And that's another to your point of us getting the distributors to come on board. We give them that tool as part of the deal. So you okay. come onto the network, I give you this cross-reference tool okay. for your day to day. Oh, so they get to use that too. Yeah. Which for them is that's probably super helpful, especially super some of the guys at counter and stuff like that. Just look it up. If somebody, if somebody does call in, they can still look up that stuff. Yeah, because I mean, a lot of times you guys know if a, if a tech calls in and they don't, let's say they call a you know a guy that a shop that does not carry carrier, and the guy's asking for a carrier motor, they'll say, "Oh, you got to call a carrier." Yeah. Which no, you don't. You have four parts that will do the job. Yeah. You right. just need to know that it will do the job. Yeah, exactly. they didn't know it. Or either that or they'll, they'll, they have to hang up while you're sitting on a service call and get back to you because right. they don't know and they can't figure it out. Correct. And those counter guys that could figure it out are going away. Yeah. Right? The new counter guys are less knowledgeable. So with this tool, they're already they're all of a sudden 20 years experience like they walk in the door. Yeah. So it's really powerful for the distributor as well as you know, the tech obviously coming on board. So that was, that's, the, that's the abridged version <laughs> of, the, of the history of how you get from a product like a refrigerant into a software company. So are yeah. you still doing the refrigerant? Yes, we are. Yeah, okay. we had a banner year last year. I mean, it's a really tiny part of our manpower. Yeah. It's like four people out of our 152, whatever it is. Wow. And so it's a tiny part of the business, but it provides a lot of revenue that helps grow the business. Okay. Right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a nice benefit. We are likely going to divest of that because it is a, it's a problem having a brand on a brand agnostic platform. Oh, right? I, yeah, I understand what you're saying. We yeah. want to be like, up here, right? You're right, right. We pick and winners. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think over time that will happen. It's a natural, natural thing to go. And right now, I mean, we're so focused on the software. It's, you know, we, we went from a team of four developers just two years ago. Now I have 60, right? Wow. So it's just, you know, it. But we know web development is wildly challenging. Very challenging. And time consuming. And so I can only imagine. And it takes a lot of cash. A lot of cash. (laughs) Yeah. It takes a lot of cash and a lot of focus. And patience. Patience. A lot of patience. Yeah. Because you want something done. You're like, you got the vision for it. But for them to actually 
connect all the software dots. Yeah. yeah. It's way more complicated than any norm. Like we use software all, all day, every day, and we're like, oh, this is so easy. Building it is a how whole much different. Is on the back end of it's it. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, we're we're lucky. We got a great. I mean, an amazing team that's been built to do multi-dimensional at the same time. So right now we're we're really launching four products in April. We're what, launching. What a, are those? Yeah. So we're launching a sort of a revamped mobile app. So the same app you've seen historically, but with a much more intuitive interface. So for example, before on the old app, if you wanted to go from the home screen to ordering a part and getting it picked up, it'd be like 20 steps of oh, that process. Okay. Now it'll be like four. Okay. So the, the app's been completely rebuilt to be intuitive and following the normal orthodox of a technician in the field. This is a big deal. Because technicians never really approve or order anything. They just call, hey, you got this? Yep, we'll add XYZ to it, put it on, we'll call. Yeah. And they may or may not show up. They didn't commit to buying it. So when we ask a tech to approve something, they kind of freak out. Like, I don't approve. Yeah, yeah. I might be there, I don't know. And so we've revamped the whole thing to sort of follow the orthodoxy and, and normal behavior. When they pick it up, it's approved automatically, right? Gotcha. So it like takes that whole okay. fear out of the equation, which is a, we figured out was a really big deal. So that's that, and the, the app is really elegant. You guys are gonna love it. It's really sweet. You can go see a demo of it at the at the booth. But really, really cool. Super proud of it. And then we're we're relaunching what we call Blue on Live. That's the distributor facing connection where okay. the orders come in and the cross reference tool exists. Yeah, yeah. And we we turned it. We say oh, it used to be like an F eighteen cockpit, which was cool, but a lot of stuff to look at. Uh-huh. And now it's like a heads-up display where just got things pop up what to do. Like it's a triage board. Okay. So the counter staff doesn't know anything. Just do what it pops up. That's all you got to do. Like don't Now, think will they be else. able to access that from their desktop, like at their computer yep. when they're talking to a technician? Correct. Okay. Yeah, so they can run it. They'll run it like parallel with their ERP and they can drag and drop invoices over. Okay, cool. Really slick. We, we overcomplicated it in the beginning, trying to do too many things. I mean, now we made it into like really just... Things pop on the screen. Just do what it tells you, and you will, it will it will work your way there. Really cool, much better approach. So that goes live also in April. Then we have this blue one for contractors, which I want to talk to you guys about. Yeah, yeah. Which really is the connecting of all the dots, right? So we've spent the last, you know, six years communicating with technicians daily, daily, daily. But we really haven't been communicating with the contractor as to what the benefits are to you and your team and how to take advantage of Well, that's of the biggest thing when, with Blue On. Like, I've downloaded the app a gazillion times, I feel like, and <laughs> but it's it. I don't go in the field. So right. I'm, I'll download it. I'm looking at it. I'm like, oh, this is great. This is awesome. Like, you need to use this. And right. then, like, show it to the technicians. <laughs> they onboard. Every time we have a technician onboard, that's part of the onboarding process is let's get your login for Blue On if yep. you don't already have it and all this other stuff. But most of the time, it's Tony coming to me and saying, oh, yeah, I found this on Blue On. And it's like he uses it all day, right. every day. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. I didn't know they did that feature and they didn't know this. And I, I don't experience the, the Blue On right. every day because, I, you know, the contractor, it wasn't focused on the contractor, it was focused on the technician. That's right. That's right. So it was, it was our biggest benefit, like a curse and a problem, right? So we had... We're the only mobile platform that's been self-adopted by techs, like ever. You know, everybody's always being forced to do it. But oh, we, right. they, these guys chose to do it, right? So we have this really special connection with the techs, which we don't want to lose. Right. We don't want to become big brother either. So it's a True. it's a tight it's a tight rope, right? So we want to offer this solution which gives the contractor sort of an air traffic control over their technicians where they can manage the quotes that are coming in and out. They can do communication with them, FaceTime kind of communication, video oh, conferencing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. They can do they'll get tech support for their team. We'll be able to tell them what their team is lacking in training, where you need help on. 
get a concierge service, meaning our tech support will take them first. So you sign up as a contractor at BlueOn, you get all of this as part of the gig at no cost. All you need to do is use the platform wow. to buy your parts and materials, and you get 24-7 support you couldn't buy if you tried as part of the deal. So That's cool. It's an incredible deal, yeah. right? And we, it's like we figured out, we sort of cracked the code, right? There's enough, there's enough money in the suppliers paying us for the efficiency that we're creating with that ordering process to pay Blue On and my techs and also give you guys, give the contractor this amazing support vehicle at no cost for using the, the machine. But you got to use the machine, right? The yeah, machine right, pays right. for the whole thing. Yeah. It's like the efficiency pays for everybody. And so it's, hmm. it's an amazing like realization that there's that much efficiency to be gained to pay for everybody here. Well, yeah. you're talking to, to automation nerds. Yeah. So like the amount of, of things that we lose throughout the day because of inefficiency will blow most contractors' minds. You know what I mean? So it's, I commend you 100% on, on realizing that and then doing something about it because it's, it's well and then connecting the dots like yeah. exactly you, you've taken every piece of that ordering process and that painful calling in sitting waiting yeah. all of that stuff and brought it to everybody wins yeah everyone which wins. is which is hard to do it's not an easy thing to do to make usually everybody somebody win. usually loses. somebody's losing i can't yeah <laughs> i can't believe i said that like we harp on that every day of just how the best part of growing blue on is that every single person in our ecosystem is a winner. Like literally from the OEM down to the tech, everybody walks away a material winner, which at your point is valid. It's super hard to do that and figure out a way to distribute that value where everybody's getting a piece of it and everybody wants to participate in it, right? Yeah. To be clear, Peter paid me to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I say that like literally Just kidding. every day. But like, team meetings, yeah, right. I'm harping on that 20%. But no, it's so cool. I mean, it's like the, the coolest part about the business is you are not taking from X to give to Y, right? That's just, man, that's a great thing. Yeah, that is awesome. But yeah, we're super psyched for this. So Blue Over Contractors, we're going to be signing people up all, all of today, tomorrow, the next day. So come on by. You guys can get signed up. And like I said, y'all know, all you got to do is sign up, get the platform, sign on. Boom, you're in. Your techs get all the... I mean, it seems like a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. I mean, it's like no cost. Yeah. So, like, yeah. what Why do you have to lose? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got to use it. If it sits there and collects virtual dust on your phone, it collects virtual dust. But yeah, at least but you have something that you could use at some point. Well, the way we'll do it, though, we, we, just for clarity, is if, like, the tech support costs us a fortune. Yeah. Like, just for clarity. <laughs> like, it's an oh, extremely yeah, expensive thing. Because it's all, all... It's like 24 hours, isn't 24 it? 24-7. We got, you know, 40 guys. All of them have 20 to 50 years experience. These guys that was the, the video that we watched last night. Yeah. And, and I know you guys aren't privy to that listening to this, but they did a great job putting together, like, the... It was kind of. It was almost felt like it was like a like when they do an entrance to like a basketball game or something. Yeah. Like the the whole team and it was had all these guys lined up. They all look pretty badass. They're awesome. <laughs> I mean, these guys are not like guys that are at a call center. These guys are the best of the best. We interviewed fifty to find one. So we've oh, interviewed yeah. thousands to find these guys, and they are because they have to be three things. They have to be incredible three D visualization guys that can visualize anything in the field. Yeah. They have to be de-escalators by nature. Like oh, they yeah, bring they're people down. Someone's pissed them. off, yeah. wanting, yeah. To break, wanting to break something. Friday yeah. afternoon, 5 p.m., <laughs> they can't figure it out. And like, man, I'm about to burn this house down. Right. <laughs> so you, have you been there? At, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Every text been there. So you got to be a de-escalator. you got to be a, a 3D visualization guy. And you have to be wired to get joy out of helping your tradesmen. Oh, so you get that satisfaction, that trend. Yeah. Right, because you're doing this a lot, right? So they're doing 30 of these a day. If you're not getting joy out of that, you're going to burn out, oh, right? Yeah. So you've got to get people that really get a, a general satisfaction from that, plus the other two I mentioned, and those are hard to find. And they have, of course, a skill set, right, by definition. 
So they're, they're, they're few and far between, but we got them, right? And we're, we're getting more and more every day. So the point being your question, that's expensive. And so if you're not using the platform to do at least a nominal amount of ordering, we're going to cut you off. Yeah, don't, sure. Yeah. You, you, so, okay, yeah, that's what I, I imagine that was a natural progression there. So you don't get the benefits if you're not using the product. So right. what I do want to say about, you mentioned about the technicians is there's a good friend of mine that recently came on board with y'all and I met him through TikTok, Vinny. Oh, Vinny, yeah, Vinny's a man. He's a good guy and <laughs> it's been really cool I didn't, I didn't realize he started with you until last night okay. whenever I seen him. I, I seen him, and uh, he was like, yeah, I started with, 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 with Blue On, I guess, a couple months ago. And I was like, oh, shoot, I thought you were still in the field doing your stuff. Yeah. That, uh, that's really cool. I, I love that. He's, Vinny is awesome. We, we, we had no idea, by the way, that he was a TikTok guy when we hired him. He didn't tell us. Really? No clue. I remember looking, I'm like, dude, what's up with this? <laughs> He's like, I don't want to tell you guys. I'm like, Okay. Great. I mean, he was, he's getting like 50, 100,000 views on his TikTok stuff. I had no clue. Yeah. Zero idea. <laughs> but he's, he's the best. I mean, he's super talented, great people person, you know, just really kind guy, just a great, great human. Awesome. Yeah, he really is. Now that's, so let me make sure I have all these. So you have the technician and app that's yep. re getting revamped. You have the, con the, uh, the supply house. Blue on live, we call it. Blue yep. on live, okay. And then the contractor version. Yep, so we're calling it B4C, blue one for contractors which is like a, a portal where you get to see all your techs in the field, communicate with them, manage their quotes, manage their bids, all that stuff. It's more of just like a way to connect the dots of yeah. all your guys. And then tech support your whole team gets. And then you get a report once a month saying, hey, you save this much money by doing XYZ. Your team was calling about these issues. You could use training in these issues. Your oh, region is experiencing this kind of problem. That's cool. That's good. Yeah. That's good stuff. We're not going like, to tell you like, who called because we, yeah. we don't want it to be Big sure. Brother. But it'll be, it'll be <laughs> generic. But you know, no, but that, that insight, like getting... And that's the problem. Like, there's a lot of data in a lot of different places. And I work in digital marketing every day, so there's, there's a ton of stuff. Yeah. But making that stuff actionable yeah. is, I think, the future. And Well, the present and the future is where we can actually make it, like, quick decisions. Big time. So we can move the business forward and not have to be like, well, so I think so-and-so is okay. Let's try this thing over here. And you're just kind of guessing. Yep. So that, that we're getting rid of the feel and we're actually putting it into something that's actionable. I love that. Totally. Yeah, no, it's, it's, that's like we, we talk to hundreds of small contractors. This is built for the five, six, seven, eight, ten man shop. That's what this is built for. Not the 50 man shop. It's right. built for the small shop who has nothing built for them. Yeah. Right? So everything is built to be super easy, intuitive, easy to use, not complicated. You can use it day one. But anyways, they were telling us the same thing with tech support. They could just get that feedback and save them the time, because they're doing it now, right? If you're a owner of a small shop, you're, you're tech support, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, a lot of times, he, he's told that story, I don't know how many times on this show. Yeah. He, he had one day, how many calls did you have that one day? It was 137 phone calls. Wow. In yeah. one day. All from techs. All from technicians <laughs> asking tech support, and they were stupid questions. Like, they, oh, there's, there's no such thing as a stupid question. I guarantee you, there are stupid <laughs> you found questions. Them. I found them, and, and it, it was a, for me, it was an ego thing for me. And it's that way for a lot of business owners. But once you can get rid of the ego of, I know everything, the technician, like put it on the technician, then all of a sudden you can be way more productive in your own business, Big growing time. your business. Oh man. So I hear, what that's what I hear. I hear dollar signs for the contractor because now I can be productive growing my business instead yep. of putting out fires all day trying to help yeah. tech support. And Exactly. That's the big benefit. I think the tech support initially is a big benefit. All the downstream sort of automations will come to your benefit, but getting that tech support day one, 
And what's cool about it is we route the call based upon the model you're on. So if you're on Model X, you will get routed to a tech that's got particular knowledge about that piece of equipment. So like the that's tech support cool. you get is super specific yeah. right, to what you're doing in that moment. There's not workflows, right? There are. Okay, there yeah. are workflows. Yeah, there's okay. workflows and there's also, so when you call a tech support, we know what model you're working on and we know what your problem is, Okay. right? And also we know your skill set because we've also interviewed you so we know what you do. And if you're on B for C, your owner has told you if you're a one, two, three, four, five skill. So we can match oh. these dots and provide the right service at that okay. moment now in time. Now how, how much, I, I, I guess how accurate do you find the owner or whoever the, the manager is in setting up their skill set. Yeah, that's a that's a TBD because we're just launching it. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> this is all based upon us interviewing guys what they wanted to see. Yeah. Wait, that's a great question. But I mean, just it just helps the guy in their end if he knows he's a green guy or if he knows he's experienced. Just, but I mean, you can figure it out on the horn also. You can modulate. Right. Because there's some people who can really sell themselves, but then once they call what they yeah. call about tech support, and you're like, mm, I thought you knew. Yeah. You've been doing this for 20 years, and you don't know what subcool and superheat is. Yeah. So mm, I think I think you. Closer to a level one <laughs> than a level three. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll that, let you know that too. We'll say, hey, this guy, you had him as a four, but it looks like he's an XYZ. So that'll okay. be feedback. Yeah, okay, that's cool. That is, that is really, I mean, that's the, the training aspect. We've talked about that. That's a pain point for the contractor. And we've been talking about that for the past several months. We talk about it all the time, but we've really, the past several months, we've focused on pain points of contractors yeah. and how, to, how, to, how the contractors have solved those pain points. And one of the biggest things that we hear is hiring technicians and then the, the training once yep. they've been hired. That's right. And so... Well, the uh, guy with 20 years of experience that's like a service level manager, they're, they're not free. They're, no. they're already very high up in a company or they started their own company. Like they're that's not right. available on the market today like they used to be. Right. So no. you have to have some sort of platform so you can grow your own. Yeah. Otherwise, you're going to dry up and you're not going to have anybody. Oh, yeah, absolutely. 100%. Yeah, exactly. And our, and our tech support guys are, are doing, we call it just-in-time training all the time. Right. They're not just giving you the answer. They're going to walk you through the why. Why behind so the, the answer. So the kid or the, you know, whatever experience they are. So they're getting. learning as they're going through yeah. tech support. So the next time they come across, so hopefully they remember what they learned. So that's what I was going to ask you earlier. How, what happens if you have the same technician asking the same questions over and over again? Well, we have that all the time. I imagine yeah. so. Yeah. So what we do is we make sure we reserve our tech support for the machine, as I mentioned, right? So right now, like on Blue On, everybody gets tech support, right? That goes away in about 30 days. Right? Oh, really? So tech support, you have to be a user of the platform. So some moderate user or part of a contractor who's been onboarded, as I mentioned a second ago. So we've got about, I don't know, like a thousand guys who call a lot, right? But they're also not necessarily users of the platform, right? So it's a, it's a cost to us without yeah. not a lot of benefit. Yeah. And so that, that's going to have to come to an end because we just have to provide the service to the folks that are in the, in, the, in the machine. But to your earlier point, you know, it's a hard thing to do. If they're, if, they're, if they're using the platform and they're an advocate, we'll just keep trying, keep trying. We'll notify the contractor with their monthly report so they know what's going on. But not, well, we can't do much about it except for just notify and, and, and attempt to... Oh, Johnny, uh, is you again? Click. Yeah. I well, I feel like I feel like anytime they find a tech a couple support that's super helpful, to your point, like when you were getting all those phone calls, yeah. it's because they don't want to make a mistake. That's right. So yeah. they don't feel... they Almost like a confirmation of their diagnosis. Mm -hmm. So that way they're not sitting there and be like, well, if I screw up, it's on me now. But if I got... That opinion from that guy, and then I screw up. I'm like, well, so yeah, so I got bad that. advice. That's right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> you pass the buck on yeah, to someone yeah. else. That's a big point. We get a lot of guys that call us 
who are not going to call their service manager owner because they are afraid. Yeah. So they'll call us sure. without that inhibition. Yeah. So there's a lot of that going on too. That's what we don't want to become like a, a direct reporter of right. Johnny made five calls. Like right. your team made 20 calls on these topics. You got a problem on these issues. It's a tight, it's a tight rope, right? Because we don't want to wrap the guys out. We want them to feel, feel in, in, empowered to call when they want to call on yeah. whatever topic they want to call. And the fourth product, the new tech support platform, which is all low latency video conferencing. So basically, it's a it operates like with that. incredibly low bandwidth. You can be in an attic in a basement. That's what I was going to ask earlier. Whenever you're doing that that video conference, because like if you FaceTime, like using work. FaceTime, it, it's like glitchy, and yep. by the time they move the camera, like it's stopped and you missed something, and you're well. Like, sometimes oh, it's just it hard. To, it's hard to explain in words what you're seeing. Got to show it. Like you have to see it visually. See it. I, I would think a tech support side would be helpful to see that too, because it's like, oh, okay, yeah, now I know. Yeah. Like if you're trying to describe the color of a flame. You know, you, some of you may not understand exactly what that looks yeah. like. But oh, they, if right. they see it, they're like, oh, yeah, I know the problem. Especially if they're colorblind. <laughs> <laughs> Which a lot of techs are, yes, ironically. But yeah, so that goes live. Probably won't go live until May, but that's really cool. So it's a company called Agora that we're piggybacking on, their, their network. But they figured out a way to broadcast, and it like adjusts to your where you are. So even if you're like in a you know, crappy, crappy signal, you'll still get it through. It'll be a lower resolution, but it will still work, right? Yeah, like you have a potato. Wow. Yeah. You're filming with a potato. Yeah. That's what I tell my wife when she like, does something out of focus. You're like, what potato did you take that picture potato. with? <laughs> so it's cool, too, because you know, having, having the tech support on the platform as opposed to routing through your phone also makes the process a way more integrated solution. And we can record yeah. all that data. Now, is that transcribed? So yeah. That, okay, perfect. Exactly. So it's all about the data, which is why all the OEMs are working with us now, too, because they want to see how their equipment is being used in the field. Oh, gosh. Well, I'm they sure. probably don't want to see that. <laughs> probably some like, do, some eh. don't. The, the ones that do are going to learn a lot. A lot. Yeah. They're going to learn that they might much not Much better than the people that just come to <laughs> them. And, they're just going to come to them and complain because they don't like that equipment. Yeah. They're actually going to learn the actual problems that technicians have in the field. Uh, yeah. I can go ahead and answer that one for you. It's duct work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Garbage duct work everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> Nobody installing duct work properly. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, there you or go. Or replacing duct work. <laughs> Very common. But yeah, the, the data part's pretty cool. I mean, we, we were, it's funny, you have to scrape your way to make it, I always say. We scrape data, scrape data, scrape data. Now we got big enough, everybody wants to give us their data. But you can never get there unless you scrape it. So you have to yeah. sort of be somewhat of a vigilante to scrape the data <laughs> until you get big enough where they want to give you your data. But it's now we're at the point now where, where most of the guys are giving us their data. Because having real-time, you know, most up-to-date data is obviously good for them. They want to have all their information out there for the text to use in real time. So it, And then we give it back to them in terms of how the how the techs and the content are using their data, like what they're looking up, what parts are looking up, you know, what part they could have looked up, you know, what replacement could have worked there, what should you make, what inventory should you have. All these questions get answered by, by the data. It's pretty cool. Like that, that brand agnostic view of everybody's sort of ongoing supply chain workings is a, a vantage point that hasn't been provided historically ever, right? So yeah. we give this really unique ability to check it out. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I, I love the platform. I loved it whenever it was first introduced. I, I nerded out on it probably <laughs> more than I should have. My my guys, if I ever nerd out on something like that, my guys are usually like, nope, I'm not gonna do Eyes it. Eyes glossed over like yeah. okay Tur, it's just another one of your great ideas. Right. But <laughs> for my guys to come to me constantly and, and I'll just like randomly mention blue on and mm -hmm. they'll be like, oh yeah, I use it every day. Like or whatever. And I'm like, oh that's cool. Like the fact that I don't push it on you it's probably the reason why you use it That's every right. day. That's right. And I, I fear the, 
the contractor side becoming that, well, now we're going to push it on you and they're going to be like, well, it is an amazing tool, but the fact, it's like, it's like listening to your uncle versus your dad. It's like, (laughs) oh, dad, you want me to do this? No. But then your uncle says, or or your friend's dad says, do it this way. And they're like, hey, dad, so-and-so, Johnny's dad said to do it this way. I'm like, I've been saying that for years, but you're so right. So that's that's the fear that I have with that. But uh, you're spot I guess on. I guess you probably have thought about that and a ton. Yeah. yeah, a ton. So we're we're it's a like I said it's a it's a fine line, but it's we have to get the contractor in the game. Yeah, absolutely. Because also a lot of, a lot of techs, even though it's the same account, same store, same counter staff, there's still a little fear of well, can I order it through here? I think it's the That's same. That's true. Yeah, and, and even my guys, so they have the ability to, to purchase. Right. But we have a very, okay, so let me, let me <laughs> rewind <laughs> that. They don't have the ability to approve everything without first going through the office. Right. So there's a PO process, and it's a very strict PO process because we need to, we need to job cost every invoice. Sure. So every single job we go to is, in, is job cost. So... Even if they can purchase it through the app, they probably aren't going to because they're afraid of messing up the process. And so having it the contractor side of things, you can adjust the process and make it so that your PO system is still, you know, doing the right things and you're tracking job costing and everything while at the same time ordering it through that system. Because in reality, when I order parts from the office, all I'm doing is getting on the distributor's website and just ordering it that way. Why can't I just get and, and do it through the, the Blue On app? Yeah, so. it'll be even easier because now with the with the B4C, that same tech in the field will request part X, XYZ. It will come to you. Yeah, right? so, so you'll that's see a no the, You'll see the quote. You'll see the yeah. invoice. You can approve it. You can not approve it. It's up to you. you do, they have to, do they have to put information into an invoice like do, i mean do they have to build an like is there duplicate entry so like if if in our crm they've already typed out their invoice do they have to type out another invoice they for, drag and drop it okay all right they do the same pdf and just pop it over okay nice yeah so it used to be the original version had a double entry problem which is what we solved with the one that's coming up so now all they do is uh enter the total on the on the on our side and they take the whole thing and just drag it over so some shops don't do quotes they do it all word of mouth. Yeah. Some shops do automatic quotes as soon as they ask for the price. So it works depending on your shop's supplier's style. Okay. So you'll end up with a with a PDF quote in most places. In some places, you won't get it until you, until you pick it up with an invoice, depending on how that shop operates in their normal behavior. Okay. But you can also indicate where you shop, so it's going to depend on how you're normally... Whatever you're normally doing will be the same process. Are there, are there any vendors out there that just are, no, we're never getting on the platform? There is, there is one, yeah. <laughs> that one stuck out. <laughs> that was a quick. That was a quick yes. <laughs> he knew uh, exactly what he was thinking about. It doesn't happen to be a very, very large vendor, is it? It might be. God, <laughs> probably the vendor I use too. Yeah. Well, uh, we can talk offline about yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk offline. <laughs> about yeah, that. There's, there's Turf's going to piss lot, off some people. There's a lot to that story. <laughs> I think. I think it's going to be resolved soon because with that large vendor we're talking maybe talking about and their potential <laughs> subsidiaries that may or may not be mentioned yeah that's it uh, the, ma- the, the majority one. of them starts with a w want to be on the platform exactly <laughs> they don't, want go, to. don't go there yeah <laughs> right so that's cats out of the bag so yeah but the the subs are very pro like very pro. oh yeah yeah, yeah. it's just that there's a there's a, a, a it's a, a lot of red tape it, the problem 
I assume it's the problem. The problem from, from a contractor's point of view is the amount of hoops you have to jump through in order to get a, a new product line into their subsidiaries. And so in turn, every single time you want to do something new, it's like go to this level, to this level, to this level in order to get something new in mm. their in their yeah. world. This is a little different, but I hear you. Yeah, there's, it, there's a, a misconception of competition. Which, okay. is the, which is the issue which we're, we're resolving. Too. Like I said, I think, I think it's just a matter of time because the, there's so much desire to, to work together on both sides mm -hmm. that it'll resolve itself once, they, once there's oh, a- Oh, especially if they lose, I mean, if they lose a million dollars from me because I go to a different right. vendor because they will use the app versus not use the app. Well, that's what we're thinking this year with the, what we're calling the bargain, which is the video you guys watched last night. As contractors come on, because they want that tech support locked in, and let's say they've got W or F, yeah, yeah. they might go to F, you know, as opposed to, and, and do their business w. there. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> That's awesome. Peter, we really appreciate it. We appreciate hanging out with you. And Josh, you have any other questions? No, no, this was great. Is there anything else that we didn't ask? No, I'd just say if, you know, you guys, your main audience is contractors and, and small shops. I would just, let's say, you know, we built this whole thing with them in mind. Yeah. And, you know, come by the booth and check it out because you'll, I think you'll be shocked at how much you get for participating. Right. How it's much, a, a really or, or what, do, what do we do to sign up for it? You can either go to the website and just sign up, or you can go to the, we, can, we, we literally sign you up at the booth today. Uh -huh. And all it is is like your name, and you'll get a, you'll get a login. It'll, you, know, you basically are identifying your texts, which are, most will already be on, half will be on already. You invite the rest, they get integrated, that's it. It's oh, super man. simple. That's cool. Cool deal. I appreciate you hanging out with us. Awesome, guys. Appreciate yeah. it. Thank you, Peter. Right on. Thank you, guys. Cheers. Yep. Thank you for listening to this episode of Service Business Mastery. Now that you are equipped with essential business advice from this impactful conversation, you are one step closer to becoming the successful owner of your dreams. If this episode has been helpful to your business journey, don't forget to subscribe to the show, leave a rating, and share it with other owners as well. Visit servicebusinessmastery.com to learn more.